Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the host never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. I told you I can't make it slip. Jim, can you record the talk back? Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast and Advice Show. I'm Josh Waston. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, I didn't even put together a script <laughs> or an yeah. outline uh-huh. or anything. Yeah. Seat of your pants. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm so lost. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I, I don't, I've never Tell been me. so unsure of, of anything in my oh, life really? ever. Okay. Well, have you, you has, has there ever been a crazier like where you just go to bed and don't know what the next day brings? Well, yeah, I've 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 felt pretty hopeless um, on many occasions. Um, but I think this is the pinnacle of of that feeling. So, uh, we're in uncharted territory. You know, I what I'm loving, and and in my opinion. Social media, especially for dentistry, has never been more toxic than it is than it has been the last five days. Yeah, yeah. It's the most toxic I've ever seen it. And and what has irritated me the most is these heroes who <laughs> uh-huh. who swear to God that they are are closing their doors for two weeks or a month or whatever, and they're paying their their. I love my team so much that I'm. Paying them for every second that they're gone, and it's That's like, right. all right, Joan of Arc. <laughs> uh huh. I get it. You're a better person than I am. Um, but you know, they, I, they still burn Joan of Arc at the stake. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, let's only hope. Um, I, I don't have the cash flow to be able to do that. So nope. that's fine. We can do that. Mm-hmm. However, at some point in the relatively near future. There is no longer a business to issue them a paycheck. Exactly. So, how do you want it, dental team? Yeah, the the, the smartest <laughs> I mean, seems to be just fire everybody. Fire everybody. Um, and, I, and then it's well, that's going to take four weeks to start up. So uh-huh. let's see how that goes. Mm-hmm. My biggest trepidation, Lance, is this: is that hey, you know, I don't even want to get into the ADA recommendation. I believe my stance was made well known. It was very clear. I don't want to yeah. get into that. Okay. But they're telling you X number of weeks, right? Uh-huh. Is that based on anything? Uh, no, not a no. damn rhyme or reason on that one. The numbers that are being pulled out of someone's ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my concern is when when it what is the metric that's used to tell us when it's okay to start again and who makes that call? Yeah, is, will, will the coast be clear? How, how how will we know? Right, and who am I supposed to listen to to say that? Because I'm uh-huh. fairly certain that the ADA is not going to issue a statement saying, "Oh, now we consent that," or "Now we say it's time to start up again." That's right. not coming. No. So at some point, every practice has to decide themselves when to start back up, and unfortunately, what's going to be the 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 predictor of that is a bank account. So mm-hmm. the longer that you can keep from having to just shut everything down the right. more of a pad there is in that little later part that is the most uncertain part of this is what happens in two weeks 
Everyone's uh-huh. using this number of two weeks. The ADA said three. Um, most other things are two. I, do you foresee a governmental entity coming in and saying like, oh, now it's okay? No, no. And what's interesting is that there's no basis for anything. And no, no one seems to want to actually take a stance. It's all kind of, it's like the whole um, prophylactic antibiotics. No one really wants to be the one to write the script. You want you to make their own judgment, but no one wants to make the, the statement of do this or that. And and here it's it's kind of, well, be prudent here. And well, what prudent to me is is production. So um, I mean, at in. some point, the lights need to be turned on. And I uh-huh. get that this is, you know, whatever. I, I understand a lot of, of what's happening here. However, um, I do have people that rely on me to feed their families, myself mm-hmm. included. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as I know, the grocery stores are still asking for you to run a, a, a check card or a bank card to get groceries. Right, right. As far as I know, like mortgage companies are still going to be asking for mortgages and car payment companies are still going to be asking for that. Uh-huh. And we all know that the fucking tax man is coming no matter what. No matter what gets said, mm-hmm. um, they're yeah. still going to they, get theirs. They delayed it for 90 days, but they still want to get paid. still going to get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're still going to get it, right? And yeah. I pay weekly anyway, or I pay, yeah, I pay every other week. So mm-hmm. your 90-day deferment helps me zero. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. This is, this is, I've never seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't know. I don't, <laughs> no one has outlined a, a, a strategy as what happens at the end and who says it's okay. And what are they using to measure that? Mm-hmm. And so I, I honestly think seriously, until there's a vaccine in a year that there are going to be agencies that say, eh, you should tread with caution. Like, so what am I, I'm literally shutting down my practice for a year. Right, right. Well, and I, I was doing a little re- research, and, and I'll be the first one to say I'm no expert in uh, the CDC, this or that or, or whatever. But why weren't we so upset with the, the flu in the past few years? The, the flu killed sixty thousand people in 2017-18. It killed thirty four thousand the year later. Um, coronavirus yeah, so has the, done ten. I mean, the number I've seen is that it's ten times more more deadly than the flu. But it, I, you know, I. I you don't, don't even trust those stats because they're not even testing everybody. Well, I think it's because this test- is all—it's all become politicized. <laughs> yeah, everything's politicized, uh-huh. and so that means I can't trust anything. Mm-hmm. And because everyone's lied about calling in sick, mm-hmm. and patients have called in sick fakely for appointments forever, mm-hmm. I, do, I don't. I'm trained to not believe them, and I'm trained to not believe my staff when they say they're sick. Mm-hmm. So I. I, I if this could have just been kept from being politicized, I'd be a lot more willing to accept what I see. But yeah. unfortunately, everything has to be taken with some sort of grain of salt until you see where it comes from, because right. we just don't know what the da- what side the data is trying to make the good guy or the bad guy. Right, right. This is awful, Lance. I, I just hate every single second of this. I'm just looking at my email now. I just <laughs> literally got an email. You may have heard the ding on mic. I didn't. And it is it's Gordon J. Christensen's <laughs> special report on Uh-oh. COVID-19, which I've been waiting to see what Gordon says. Gordon huh. has to be in a Lucite container right now, right? Yeah, you would think. Just bathing in in Clorox wipes, just literally uh-huh. relish, just scrubbing his, his naked body with Clorox wipes. Swishing with hydrogen peroxide. 24 hours a day. Yeah, exactly. Like uh-huh. the hydrogen peroxide kills nothing. What are we doing? Um, <laughs> this is an... 
Emerging rapidly evolving situation. Thank you for the heads up, Gordon. Please uh-huh. watch our website for updates. Yes, because clinicians right. report is where I'm going to go for updates on this. It's my homepage. <laughs> Gordon, Rella, and CR's project directors and science team's observations. So this is Gordon's observations. You have been hearing about the coronavirus every day from many sources, some of them contradictory. The press has confounded the information to the degree that it's near impossible to determine what to do. That's exactly what I was just saying. Mm -hmm. Gordon and I are simpatico. Mm -hmm. When carefully observing the current knowledge available on the subject, what can be done to protect your patients and your family? What pragmatic procedures should be implemented into your office as this virus continues to spread and new knowledge emerges? Emerges. CR clinical and scientific staff members have compiled the latest information for you related to dentistry and made it see... Uh, made suggestions for your practice, all for the low, low price of becoming a member of Clinician's Report. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This special report is complimentary. Oh, okay. Contains vital information. Good for you, Gordon. Like the good old Coke dealer. First one's free. Your first taste is free. Uh, Gordon loves to rub a couple dimes together. So (laughs) I really am surprised that Gordon... is giving this for free um, <laughs> because Gordon literally knows, loves nothing. And I love the man. I really do. I love uh-huh. him. I love Good. the essence of Gordon. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes he uh, uh-huh. he does like to, to sure. charge, to charge for some things. Um, this is, eat. Yes, this is five, six pages of stuff. I'm not going to not gonna read here. Go to Clinician's Report, download that. Uh, upper right-hand corner of clinician support, serving dentistry for 44 years, Lance. In a row? I guess. No. Well, he took a couple years off oh, at some right. point, didn't he? <laughs> he did. To go, but to he go had, be uh, the- David uh, Clark stepped in and uh, ran it while he was gone. Yeah. What was he? He was the uh, president of a chapter or something? Uh, mission president down in he was uh, mission. Like LA or something. Yeah. Yeah. And like Beverly Hills or some shit. Yeah, he's either mission president or he's just serving a mission. I'm not sure which which role. I think he, he was had. mission president. Okay, if I remember correctly. Okay, um, I don't know any of those words and what they mean. So okay, um, Lance, I don't know. Is this a vice show? Is it not? Well, it's certainly not a funny one. No, this is the worst. This is the least funny of them all. God, and can we've we sucked. just? <laughs> we need to like. We need to like prank call somebody or something to just like. <laughs> God, I just, uh-huh. who would be fun to prank call in dentistry? I mean, Gordon um, would be fun, but I don't have his number. Yeah, that would be, that would be a tough call. Maybe, we'll see if we can figure something Maybe out. Maybe Kenny? Oh, God, no. I don't, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> I don't want any part of that. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll figure something out. I'll see. Okay. All God, right. it'd be great if I could wrangle Gordo's phone number. Uh-huh. I wonder if Tatola's got it. Oh, I bet he does. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> could you do something? If if I were to get the phone number, could you do something? I think so. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm making no promises. Uh-huh. Okay. But we're going to try. <laughs> we're going to try. Okay. Um, we can do jerky boy style. I love the jerky boys. <laughs> Frank Rizzo. Frank Rizzo. Open your ears, jackass. Oh, so good. Oh, this voice is from the Jerky Boys. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. It's very close to one of the Jerky Boys' uh-huh. voices. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if you don't know the Jerky Boys, I guess Google it. You're probably home doing nothing. Yeah, I got um, time. Nothing but time. Google, Google Jerky Boys. They were a, a a team of like two guys from New York mm-hmm. from the like late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. 
and they would uh, make prank phone calls and record the conversations and uh, many times with hilarious uh, yeah. hilarious results. Yeah. Uh, so much so that they had, I know, multiple CDs of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three or four at least that were pretty well known and widely distributed. So uh, they and then they had a movie, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think they did. Let's let's look up the Jerky Boys movie. I did, was not expecting to talk about the Jerky Boys tonight. <laughs> no Jer- one expects a Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> no, uh, 1995 Jerky Boys movie. Okay, little late, little late. Uh, they came. The, the movies came a little late. Um, it's got all the Jerky Boys in it, so it wouldn't have. It does have Alan Arkin apparently. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why Alan Arkin is in the Jerky Boys movie, but he is. Uh, it's a 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. So uh-huh. uh, not to not very good. When two unemployed telephone pranksters decide to use their vocal talents to impersonate a Chicago mob boss and curry favor with organized crime in New York, trouble begins. All right. Huh. Here's the problem is that they didn't, they, the movie should have just been them making prank calls. Right. It didn't need to have a story. Yeah. Yeah. When you go off... Uh... Yeah, go, you're going off script. It's yeah. ba- it's a bad bad idea. Ba- that's how Alan Arkin ends up. Yeah, in okay. this movie. What a, what a stupid decision this was. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Um, I don't know. We answer questions or some shit. I don't uh-huh. know. Uh, yeah. We're trying to help you. I think. Yeah. Sure. And your team members I with guess. our own unique brand of advice. Send us your questions. We need them or something. We need something. Um, Oh, that's the the uh, the sustenance we crave. Oh yeah, uh-huh. uh, working interferences at gmail.com. We don't want just any question, do we, Lance? You know, this week uh, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take anything. Um, <laughs> we don't want boring questions like, "What does Gordon think about COVID nineteen?" Because I'm pretty sure he's f- scared to death of it, literally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Considering his demographic is a fifty percent death rate from it. So yeah, yeah. Um, I just it's I'm tired of people crying around me. It's that's all I've had in the last few days. I just yeah. On Sunday, I got a, a a phone call from my sister, just bawling, crying, bawling, like inconsolable, crying because wow, the place where my mom lives, they like shut it down. You can't oh go. shit! You can't go visit. You can't go. Can't go. Can't can't even walk in the door. If you have something to drop off, like they'll come out to your car and get it and take it in. Wow complete lockdown and again like no no conversational when this is letting up just like hey whenever uh-huh. um until further so, notice you didn't pull a, a tom hanks on uh that uh, women in baseball there's no crying in baseball you didn't say any there's no crying in yeah COVID-19. no i didn't that's that's a tough one uh because okay. i think there absolutely is yeah crying in in, uh, sure. in that. a lot of it uh, Andrea's brother texted me today. His name's Glenn. He's a, he's an attorney in Dallas, Texas. Uh-huh. Janik Vinicota Law Firm, if you're interested in any uh, in any legal work. Uh, okay. He says, I'm all about public health. I'm also all about the Constitution, limited government, and abuse of power under the cloak of emergency. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, not headed to the courthouse, but a shit ton of stuff going on across the country is remarkably unconstitutional, and no one seems to care. Huh. So I don't know. Yeah. Sounds like it. Um, I don't know. We want questions that Gordon can't answer. Yeah. And uh, 
He's going to be locked up in Lucite for a while. So uh-huh, I think so. I don't know when he's going to be able to answer any questions. Uh, we've got one question tonight because okay. I'm not lying. Every yeah. goddamn question on the fucking Reddit is about this stupid virus. So yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not reading that those questions. There's too many yeah. of them. I'm done. Yeah. There was there was two questions that I found that were not. <laughs> there were two questions I found not virus related, and they were both about oral sex. <laughs> oh God. Uh, all right. Reddit user IVFU in the A. <laughs> That's an amazing name. IVF uh-huh. U in the A. So it's like in vitro fertilization, but the F would be like F U in the A. Uh huh. IVF U in the A. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, bone grafting for implants. Exactly how many ghosts are haunting my face? Hi, dentists. <laughs> I'm a copywriter. Ever since the plague hit, I'm at home, and I have more time on my hands to take up some freelance (laughs) writing opportunities. (laughs) I have been given the green light to write about my experience with bone grafts, plus general information slash history on the topic. How is that? Is this a slow news week where they need writing about what? There's nothing else you could write about that's more interesting than your bone graft? Yeah. Uh, Is that in the bar Yes, this will be more humor, personality driven than technical. That's exactly what we need bone grafting humor in a there time we go. like this. Talk about niche. <laughs> <laughs> so I have two implants. I had retained baby teeth, lower molars that were pulled and replaced by implants. When I went through the bone grafting phase, for whatever reason, I had zero questions about the questionable provenance of the material. When I returned for a follow up, I picked up my pamphlet and I noticed some very careful language. That suggested I had cadaver bone put in me. Why didn't I ask where it came from? Now I'm obsessed and I brag all over the place that I'm actually three different people. As a copywriter, I'm really interested to see more patient information like pamphlets on the touchy topic of bone grafting. Does anyone have any from their practice I could see? Some lucky copywriter has this job. I remember the language being very delicate in a way I found hilarious. Also, am I correct in my assumption that my two bone grafting procedures would make me three people? Is each graft from one donor or is it a blend of multiple people? How do you shop for the material? Like, are there reps that come in and like, I have an Olympic athlete in this batch. Do patients balk at this? I know I'm being glib, but I'm truly fascinated and I want to know any insider information you're willing to share. Thank you and keep up the good work. Well, I think that uh, they can come out with some like designer graft, you know, because... I'm in land of Starbucks and we talk about single sourced coffee beans, you know, yeah, or like, like a, a wine that's a single vineyard. Yeah. The, the, the Sumatra. Uh, yeah. and, uh, there's some benefits. You got these notes of cherry. If it's a single source, of course, the red blends, if you're going back to the wine, if you, the, many times the blends are just a little bit more, um, even. Well, yeah. Well, well one batch could be more Merlot heavy. One uh-huh. batch could be more Syrah yeah. heavy. One one batch could be more Grenache heavy. Exactly. Um, one batch could have more Diet 7 Up in it, um, <laughs> which I feel like that's a very quality uh-huh. ingredient into quality wines is Diet 7 Up. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Separates the men from the boys. Yes. I think we've talked about before if... You got a graft from a LeBron James. Could you uh-huh. then play basketball like LeBron James? You can only hope. So this is kind of down that that road. I, now, I don't know this to be sure, Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you know when they make bone graft procedures, do you think they're just throwing multiple bodies into a hopper and making a blend from that? Or is it like one like batch is one donor? Do you do you know anything about that? I, I don't really know. I, I would assume, to be honest, I, I'm kind of assuming it's just like making hamburger and you throw them all in there and they blend them all up. Because by the time they, they irradiate it and do all the, all the everything else, the DNA is gone. It, it, it's so just naked molecules that it, mm. it wouldn't matter. Mm, it's hot. I like them naked. Naked molecules. Dirty. Naughty molecules. Uh-huh. Yes, they're naughty. Uh, Special um, blend. Reddit user Traumatic Occlusion writes, One graft is one donor and is tracked. The bone is procured from tissue banks that acquire and process and manufacture the donor tissues. The processing leaves only a collagen matrix and minerals, which your body uses as a scaffold to rebuild bone. Your body pretty much consumes the allograft, so there is not really anything left of the donor after healing. Mm -hmm. So this person's very confident in that one graft is one donor and it's tracked. And so they could tell you where it came from. I guess if you gave them a lot number. Yeah, you'll get the lot number, but are you sure that, that that's just telling you the date and batch that was made from? It doesn't necessarily, I don't really know, honestly, but... It, I, Have you ever seen those videos on Facebook? They're always on Facebook because Facebook is the pe- big, biggest piece of trash <laughs> it's on the social media garbage heap. Uh-huh. Um, and it's always like, they're always super touchy-feely and it's... Uh, you know, a sister gets to listen to her brother's heart in the chest of another man. Or oh, whatever, right? yeah. Uh-huh. I've seen those. And they're they're just everywhere. And it's the first 10 of them I saw were cool. Yeah. And that, that sort of deal kind of gets, all right, I've seen this deal before. Uh-huh. And I know I'm an incredible, cold-hearted asshole. Mm-hmm. And like, it, that should really warm my soul. Yeah, it's not news. Um but yeah, like I've just seen it before. Uh-huh. Could you imagine if it was like, <laughs> this man has your brother's jawbone and she's just like <laughs> hands all over his like number uh-huh. 20 and 29 area uh-huh. and it's just like rubbing his face. I'm like, oh, I, I can feel his jawbone in uh-huh. there. I can feel that around that implant. Oh, how cool is this? How that's, are your meridians? That's my brother's <laughs> bone in your uh-huh. jaw. And now we're having this weird meeting at a coffee shop where we don't really have anything to talk about because your brother's dead. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't need that video. No, and I feel like no. I feel like Nobel may be producing that video right now just like to market because they're not it. in good shape. Yeah, yeah, they're having a hard time. I could see that. Um, where do tissue banks get their tissue from? Uh, grave robbing. Uh, see, that's what I was thinking. That's exactly uh-huh. what I was thinking. That's where I would like it to come from. I really would. Uh-huh. If I were, you know... Oh, hey, Lance, in case you were wondering, Williams-Sonoma closing their stores. So if you need that oh, La, okay. Cro- La Crosette Dutch oven, you're going to have to order it from their online. Just got the email. Word's okay. just out. Williams-Sonoma closing their doors. For God knows how long, because let's just... But online shopping's still okay, though, right? I guess... Okay. Yeah. That's all that matters. Sure. Okay, cool. Um, so, but that means you can't get that La Crosette Dutch oven for the casserole you want to make tonight, Lance. That's true. To make this that is true. Casserole tomorrow night. Maybe. And then Amazon the tune is going to be bad, Lance. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember. What, oh, um, yeah. No, they need to be grave robbers. I feel like. Yeah. Like in the cover of darkness, 
sort of newsboy hat and like overalls of, and like sneaking into a graveyard. And that's where tissue banks get that. So that's where um, all of the bone companies, the biosses and all of that, they get all of their bone from grave drop people. That's right. That's how I, I would pay more. I would, I honestly, if, a, if a, this is a hot take, Lance. Okay. If a, if a bone company came out and said, we exclusively get our tissue from grave robbed cadavers, from cadavers we stole from a cemetery and dug up, I would pay 20% extra for that. Just 20%? 25. Okay. All right. Because I just like, I, I, this is such a cool idea of grave robbing. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie? It was a Birkin Hare. No, I have no idea about this. <clears throat> it was based on a true story. Back in the day when they uh, we were first learning how to, this took place in Scotland. I believe it was Scotland. And they, so they uh, were all drunk. Of course. Well, uh, that's how they roll. Maybe it was Ireland. I can't remember where, where they were at. But, they were um, even more drunk. They were trying to, um, at the medical school, they were learning about actually human dissection to learn and, and things. And so it became big business to, um, to have fresh corpses. And so... Um, they, at first, they they were grave robbing to sell to this medical school, and then eventually they ran out of graves, so they started murdering people to to sell their bodies to the school. Hey, do you know, maybe that's what this whole virus thing is all about. Yeah, maybe this is just all the bone graft companies. Maybe they're the ones to blame. Maybe <laughs> uh, they've right. weaponized this thing uh-huh. because they need more bone to graft. That's right. I can see that. I think I we. I think I, we've solved this thing, Lance. We just need to uh, prove it and uh-huh. then take it to the press um, and then have people believe that we're not plants of the Russian government. So That's right. good luck on that. <laughs> um, yeah, I love how like most of the gross anatomy done in the 1800s were mm-hmm. done on robbed bodies, like <laughs> stolen bodies. Uh-huh. Like medical schools... They really didn't have their shit together back then, did they? <laughs> well, do they really have it together today? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's true. There's a little bit less grave robbing. Let, a li- <laughs> <laughs> Modern medical schools, just a little less grave robbing. Um, I wish they would come out with that as uh-huh. like their, uh, their, their slogan. slogan, their ad campaign, <laughs> their ad campaign. Uh-huh. Come to our school. Just only eighty percent of our yes, only eighty percent of our cadavers came from robbed graves. The other twenty percent were murdered, (laughs) were murdered homeless people. No one will miss them. Uh Wow, this medical school is innovative. Uh Um, let's see here. Is anything else going on? Oh, the IVFU in the A says, "I'm sad I don't have ghosts in my face." But adulthood is all about processing disappointment. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Get used to disappointment. Wasn't there a uh, somebody in the Wu-Tang Clan named Ghostface Killer? Sure. Do you think they were an implantologist? <laughs> Budding implantologist. Yeah, they I think on, so. On like maybe they took implant pathways with Moody. Uh-huh. Or they they were in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana with Danny Domay. Yeah, that, um, that would be good. I, maybe they were an implant. Maybe Ghostface Killer is really an implantologist. Maybe Ghostface Curl is is moody. Oh shit! I've never seen him in the same room. In the same room. All right. Damn. You don't know. You don't know. We can start Damn, that rumor here. Damn, Lance. Uh-huh. Justin uh-huh. Moody is Ghostface Killer. Prove me um, wrong. <laughs> oh god! Somebody jumped in. I have two implants. One with bovine graft. I'm being haunted by a cow. That's a tough one. That's a very tough one. Yeah, you do not want to be haunted by a cow because then you'll just be like out in your lawn chewing on it for no reason. Mm-hmm. 
you think you have four stomachs, you really don't. It's going to be a problem. Um, and all you got all that methane that's causing the uh, mm-hmm. causing part of the uh, global warming. That's a problem. Whew, man. Problems all around. That's a big time problem. If you could have a bone graft from any animal, what would it be? A hamster. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's a tough one because really, honestly, it's going to be the entire hamster. <laughs> that's right. The entire hamster skeleton will have to be used. That's a very like Native American principle there, Lance. I'm actually mm. very proud of you because you mm-hmm. know it's like remember like use every part of the buffalo, right? Waste not, want not. Right. So you could you would literally take the entire <laughs> hamster skeleton, mm-hmm. crush that bad boy up, and then use that to like graft one site. <laughs> did you ever when you were like in sixth grade? Did you ever have to dissect an owl pellet? Yes, I. That was a tough one. <laughs> like, hey, here's here's a big pile of owl shit. Have fun. <laughs> Gross. What? Why are we doing this? Circle of life. <laughs> no. I love owls. I like there's owls in our neighborhood. Yeah, okay. they're great. Right. There's I see owls probably every other week. I'll see an owl on someone's house. I heard the owl call my name. I'm oh, sorry. It was a book. <laughs> Is it I was trying to figure out like how who turns into Lance. I was trying to like <laughs> I, I think a Native American, I think the story goes, um, if you hear an owl call your name, it means you're being called, to, you're, you're going to die. I'll take it right now, Lance. And right I now really is would. not a bad time. Not bad. Not bad. Um, we did a fetal pig when I was in uh, really? high school. Yeah. Huh. Fetal pig. Yeah, we didn't. A real hot take because <laughs> fetal pig or uh, pig reproductive rights is a real is a real hot button issue you know yeah and so if you're dissecting a fetal pig that means that that other pig made a choice and uh you know uh-huh not everyone supports that choice lance well ever since roe versus wade the fetal pig uh opportunities beer uh oink versus bacon the (laughs) seminal case of Uh oink versus bacon there you go um uh i'm just trying to say there's any other gold here you're as much a second or third person as you are chicken or broccoli after, uh, or your S.O. after kissing. I don't understand the chicken or broccoli. Yeah, I don't know either. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, let's look at IVFU in the A. Um, Post history of four. Ah, uh, okay. Can I interview you about magnet fishing? <laughs> what? Can I interview you about magnet fishing? Hello, friends. There's a certain magnetic energy that's pulled me towards your community. I've been quietly reading your post here for the last few months. I'm a professional copywriter in San Francisco. Or since the play game, I'm starting to dabble with more freelance writing opportunities since I'm at home with a little more time on my hands. I would love to do a story about magnet fishing and pitch it out to some marketplaces. Don't get too excited. It's all theoretical. But I think we can make a fun piece that people want to read. Magnet fishing. Wow. I'm... Okay, hold on. Let's... Oh. L- a community dedicated. There's fifty eight thousand people in this subreddit. A community dedicated to the hobby of magnet fishing, where everyone is welcome. Wherever in the world you are, come and ask us questions, or just have a look at all the funky stuff we find. Okay, apparently, what magnet fishing is is using a magnet to try to find metal objects in the water. It's not actually mm. about pulling fish out. But this kid, here's this one post that had from two days ago. He has 536 upvotes. There's a kid. It says, my kid fished all of this out of a local canal. A bike, a TV, Jeez. a keyboard, an LG phone, a shovel, 
a lamp, a sump pump, pots and pans, and two sets of keys with a magnet. Huh. This one dude found a bowling ball. With a magnet? With a magnet. I guess they're magnetized. I, okay. I was not aware. This must be a strong-ass magnet. I guess so. That you're using to pull a bike out of it. Wow. This is cr- I'm never. This is what's what's great about Reddit is finding out about shit I've never heard anything about. Yeah, totally different world. I need to know what kind of magnet. Wow, I need to know what kind of magnet you need to find stuff like this. This stuff ain't light. This is crazy. Magnet fishing, Lance. Hmm. All huh. right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Something in a uh, writing feedback subreddit. I'm not gonna read that. Huh. All right. Mag. Nothing beats magnet fishing. No, I. I, I gotta. <laughs> Gotta admit. We should go magnet fishing sometimes, Lance. Okay. <laughs> do you do you like bring a case of beer when you do that? Is this a tip? I, I think you're going to need more than beer. <laughs> I think you're going to need more than a case of it. Uh-huh. I feel like you got to be high for this. You might be. Yeah, well, we're in Washington. That's That works. Yeah. Might as well. Holy shit. Magnet fishing. Um, I don't know. I guess it's going to about do it. Yeah. Tired of talking about this fucking virus. Yeah. <sighs> Is it my turn for a song? It is. Share this with your friends. I don't know. Do it or don't. I don't care. <laughs> I'm looking to see if there's any songs that has the word virus in it. <laughs> I mean, there's some, but there's nothing you've ever heard of. I know. And I don't know. No, I don't want to do that. Jesus. This is a horrible podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Neither one better. of us are on our game tonight. It's just better. such It's so weird. Yeah. It really is just so weird. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when life is going to go back. The uh, MLM? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. Um, share this with your friends. You got nothing else to do. Um, I also love, I love these people that are like trying to come up with sales shit to sell people during this downtime. Yeah. I just like fucking take a week off. Can you? It's just really ir- irritating and aggravating. Um, don't don't try to sell your friends any MLM bullshit. Um, tell them about this show. How about that? Um, there you go. Rate and review. Five stars is what we want. Lance likes five. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes. Lance gets visibly erect when you say the number five. Like the five-finger discount. Exactly. Five-finger something. Mm-hmm. Um, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits, Facebook, Working Interferences of Josh and Lance. Funny shit for Dennis and Dental Team members, which is nothing but fucking coronavirus memes now. Mm-hmm. It's my fucking life is all that. Um, Winterferences on Twitter, Winterferences on Instagram. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I'm on Instagram at Josh Waston DDS. Um, this is a song by a band named Cradles. I don't know anything about them. They have this one song. It's all right. Um, no, I'm sorry. The band is Suburban. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing, Lance. The, the band is Suburban. <laughs> okay. The song is Cradles. I don't know. It's a good song. Okay. I, there's nothing else behind it. All right. Um, there's no songs about viruses. Mm-hmm. There's no songs about quarantines. There's no songs about the fucking ADA telling you not to do anything. All right. For Lance Tamerman, I'm Josh Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags.